Hey y'all, my name is Giovanna and you're listening to the Sugar Glass Podcast, the podcast where I allow myself to break free of my perfectionism. Yeah, I like that. Okay, we're going to use that. Hey y'all, you're going to hear two intros today, um, this one and then the one that launches into my conversation with my friend Imani. The reason why you're hearing two today and the reason why I'm sure that you've noticed at the time for this podcast is a lot longer than any other episode that I've posted is because instead of chopping the episode in half to make a part one and a part two like I normally do, I'm just going to give it to you all today. And the reason why I'm doing that is because my birthday is next week. And because my birthday is next week, I have decided that I want to do something different for just that week. And I think that chopping up this conversation into two episodes would impede on my ability to do that. So here you go. Enjoy the whole thing. Um, should I say bye here? I don't know what to do. Hey, everybody. This is episode 16, and I'm not alone today. So for Scorpio season, um, which starts technically next week, but we're celebrating early, um, I wanted to bring on one of my best friends and also fellow Scorpio, Imani. Um, and I, we try to do something every year Scorpio related. Sometimes it happens, sometimes it doesn't, you know how it goes. Um, so this is, this is this year's Scorpio thing. So this is also very different for both of us. We haven't done something like this before. So I think that we're going to have a lot of fun, but I also think that um, you're going to have a lot of fun. So yeah, Imani, do you want to introduce yourself? Yes, thank you. My name is Imani Black. I'm a photographer, videographer, model, a lot of teens based in Dallas, Texas. Uh, Yavana and I met when we were in high school. <laughs> 10 years ago. We met 10 years ago in 2013. Um, so yeah, very happy to be here and very happy to get excited with today's chat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Imani is also the reason why this exists, uh, because I was really on the fence about whether or not I wanted to do a podcast and if I wanted to wait for like a potential co-host situation to come about or whatever. And Imani was like, basically what I heard, it's not necessarily what you said, but Imani is basically like, I'm going to beat your ass if you don't just do this thing <laughs> because you've been talking about this thing for so long, just do it. Um, and yeah, so Imani is the reason why you've been listening to me for 16 weeks, um, which is really yes. exciting. Oh my gosh. Yes. So yeah, um, Imani, how do you feel like perfectionism affects you? I feel like perfectionism affects me in like so many different contexts. Like, I was like, what do you mean? But then I'm like, that's kind of open-ended. Let me just just say because it affects me in some areas and some areas it doesn't like I feel like as a creative um I've gotten out of the point where things have to be perfect when it mm -hmm. comes to like the quality of my work it's going to be good quality regardless but like I feel like where perfectionism kind of can I cuss on this show yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay cool where I feel like perfectionism like kind of fucks me sometimes is like with my timing I'm like mm, mm -hmm. perfect timing. Like if, if I do this, 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 
perfect time. Like this is going to be happening then and stuff like that. But, you know, that's not how life necessarily has to go. Um, I feel like I'm kind of understanding that honestly, as of this week, I'm still kind of grappling with this. Um, this is going to be a forever thing. I'm grappling that this is a forever thing with life, my choices, everything I do. It's not just a now thing. And mm-hmm. there's no such thing as like perfect timing for myself. Like mm-hmm. everything I do is perfect timing in my sense. That's how I look at it now. And that's, I think timing, the timing has really perfectioning or being perfect at timing has been something I'm like letting go of and stop stressing myself out so much about because it's, it's just, it's so draining. I'm like, who is, who is making these imaginary timelines for myself? Right. Yeah. I really feel And who that. is causing all that? Like, I don't, it's me. It's me. <laughs> I really feel that. I think before I realized that I had an issue with perfectionism, I, or like, like you're talking about how perfectionism makes you have to focus on the now and it's like, well, if I don't do this, then I can't move forward. And I, it took me so long to realize how much I was like fucking myself over because I was like, this thing isn't right. And I can't, I can't, I can't move on. And like, it would mess up content schedules. It would mess up me being able to show up for people and like me being able to show up for myself or like moving on to other projects and being able to accept other projects because I was so focused on this one detail that honestly I didn't have control over anyway but trying to exercise that control was like eating me alive Mm. oh yes yes that last sentence it kicked me in my (laughs) stomach because like that is really like what I've been dealing with like I've been saying forever I want to be a successful photographer and like my success looks like this and like if it doesn't it's not right like it's not I mean I'm not gonna say it doesn't mean it doesn't matter like it's null and void Mm -hmm. I'm not successful but like it's just the timing like why am I like I hate that I've given myself so much grief about timing yeah is really it I think also um I was having this conversation with somebody else where it's like because we demonize like old people and because of how inherent like ageism is we're like if you don't if you didn't do it when you were young then it doesn't matter and I feel like we're trying so hard to be excited about you know getting older but also we're still fighting with this like I need to have my shit together before I turn 30 I need to have my shit together. you know what I'm saying and it's like yes I turn 30 next year like is my is my shit not together in some aspects, no. In other aspects, hell yeah. I'm actually a lot farther than I thought I would be. You know what I mean? And I feel like that um, push and pull of like that perfect timing also is like thinking about our perfect selves and whether or not that person exists and trying to figure out <laughs> how do I say this? It's like, am I going to allow myself the opportunity to experience some of this stuff when I'm older or am I just going to be so focused on like what did what did SZA say another Scorpio um chasing the fountain of youth but it's in the present you know what I mean period yeah like thinking about it that way and just like when when will it be enough or when will I be like another um 
I've been every time it's like gets close to my birthday, I think about SZA a lot because Scorpio, and I feel like Control mm-hmm. is like such a twenty something album, and I'm like, I'm about to run out of not run out of time, but like run out of time to like have this album like be like so so super true for me and I'm like excited that I'm about to age out but I'm also like I can't believe I'm about to age out you know what I mean but who says you have to age out like I think that's like I think it's weird to sing okay so how do I say this there's this like trend on TikTok where it's like women turning 30 something and when they bring out their cake they'll like take the three off the cake and like toss it and then put a two and then like wink or like be like shh don't tell anybody and it's like girl that's not that deep and like that I don't want to feel like I'm so obsessed with this time that I honestly probably like you couldn't pay me to be 23 again you know what I mean no I no not at all you couldn't so like I don't want to seem like I'm holding on to that when I didn't I wasn't having a good time and I don't want like like specifically talking more about SZA, which I don't think I've ever really expressed how much I I love SZA on this show, which like is a missed opportunity. But um, thinking about like twenty something and how like I I don't want to relate to that when I'm not twenty something anymore. Like I would like to feel differently about my place in the world, and not just because I don't want people to think that I'm afraid of getting older. But because also, like, I deserve to move forward. Yes. Okay. And I think my where that question comes from for me as well is, like, I didn't really listen to the Control album. I listened to songs from it. I know. (laughs) I think we talked Uh, about this, maybe. Yeah, you have to listen to it all the way through, bro. Don't, okay. The deluxe, you don't need it. It's that original, that, that first release. The deluxe is just, it's... Uh, she did her thing but it's not as important in my opinion as the original okay okay I got some homework to do (laughs) I've had this homework for what since 2017 basically yeah you've been telling me forever (laughs) yeah I love Um, I've loved her for a very long time (laughs) yeah I know some of those songs and I think there are also aspects of it like I guess you wouldn't want to relate to like I mean I know the song The Weeknd like Mm -hmm. I've had that experience before. I don't ever want that experience again. Mm-mm. So that's something you age out Mm-mm. of for sure. No, your man is your man and my man is my man. Okay. Exactly. There's no crossover. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> ain't did, no Sharon um, Dick. What did Lotto say? Yeah, Lotto said two things I ain't with is Sugar Grits and Sharon Dick. Come on. Period. <laughs> Come on. I don't play. Mm-mm. But, um, okay, I guess I get that in a sense, but with the perfect timing, it's just like, I think like I'll have my therapist session this week. I see an energy healer and she's so like, she just makes me feel so good. And it's not even like, but we had, anyways, we had a, our meeting or our, our session this week and we were talking about like timing. Cause I was telling her earlier this year, I'm like, is it weird that I'm thinking about the future? Like, I'm like, why I, I want to do things now that will benefit me when I'm 50 Mm-hmm. So it's like, I need to like, keep walking, keep exercising. Do I have to mm-hmm. be so strenuous about it? Like 40 days a week or not 40 days a week, like, you know, so many hours a week. It's like, no, it's forever. Like, mm-hmm. and I need to do something like whatever my body goals are, whatever, what they are, but it's like, I need to do something that I'm going to stick with and like, mm-hmm. makes me happy. And I like to do yoga. I like to do like 
other things. I don't want to have to have a gym membership forever. Like Mm -hmm. that's just not how I see my life. Like I want to live a healthy, active lifestyle, walking, yoga, um, doing gardening, like, you know, stuff Mm -hmm. like that versus Mm -hmm. like jumping up and down like a maniac, like three days Mm -hmm. a week at the gym. Mm -hmm. Like I hate it. (laughs) But, you know, I've just been thinking a lot about those things. And like, that's, I think perfectionism when it comes to like time is where I really struggle. But when it comes to like me being perfect or like other, everything else, it's just like, to me, I feel my perfect is imperfect. Mm -hmm. Like me, I don't, I I have a, I saw this Ted talk years ago. It's like perfection is not a human trait. And ever since then, it's kind of like, it's released a little bit of, what is the word? So much anxiety about me being perfect. Cause like, who am I being perfect for? I'm perfect right now. Like I'm perfect to me. Mm -hmm. Like, and what is perfect? Like white tea. I don't know. Like what is perfect? My perfect is me. Honestly, is how I see Mm -hmm. it. My perfect is what I do. My perfect is my essence. Like I'm, if we want to use that word, perfect is me. So Mm -hmm. it's like, I am who I am despite like, look, my wig wopsided. I got this. I got that. Like, you know, (laughs) (laughs) like I'm still perfect. Like I'm me. I feel that. I think that um, when I think about perfectionism and I think about like the perfect me, the perfect me is not somebody who I am. And that's like my thought process. Like the perfect me is like the me that is not wearing sweatpants at 2 p.m. on a Friday. You know what I mean? And not me that like, you know, forgot about an assignment and had to ask for an extension like the like when I think about perfectionism I think about like the bitch that has the ducks in a row and like Mm. knows what's going on and in a lot of ways that is me like right now I'm working on a project um one of my friends asked me to be her interior designer um and having a lot of fun and I (laughs) we were hanging out a few weeks ago and I was like I want you to give me the money so I could do something at your house and they were like what and I was like um let me show you so we had bought sour patch kids so we were just eating sour patch kids in their backyard and I was pointing and I was like let me dig a fire pit right here like they're the people who had the house before left a bunch of like bricks so I was like let me use all these bricks to build you a nice fire pit And my friend was like, I actually really want my backyard to like not look like this. And I was like, wait, because I have a friend who just moved back to North Carolina, um, who is a like trying to start a landscaping business. And like, we could work with them if you wanted this to realize. So earlier today, I just met with them. We went in like sat down and went over this plan. I'd like drawn a plan out for the backyard. And we had like gone through this timeline of like, my friend wants to put a stock tank pool in their backyard before the end of the year. And they want to heat it. So it's like similar to a hot tub. So like, we're talking about this timeline and like, we're going over all these things. And I'm like, I'm planning somebody's landscaping right now. And it feels like weird. It feels, thank you. It feels really weird because I'm like, I didn't picture myself as me doing that like I thought that I like certain things about me would be different before I would be able to do stuff like that and it's like strange like people have been coming to me like asking me like 
for advice across, I guess, the things that I'm good at. And they're asking me for support. They're offering to pay me. And I'm just like, first of all, like, I don't think that my Instagram really displays that I can do all of the things that people are asking me to do. So I'm like, how, what, what have I done? Cause in my mind, the perfect me would have a com- like completely updated and functional website would have um, a very relevant Instagram feed, not just pictures of my dog and like random pictures of my couch every now and again. So I'm like, what is it that like, what is it about my lifestyle that people see? And they're like, oh, you know who can do that? Yovana can. And Yovana can do it fucking well. And that, I don't know, it's like putting me in this like mode of conflict because I'm like, I feel like I'm missing so much, but I'm still getting the things that like I want. And then I'm like, am I missing that much or am I just being hard on myself for no reason? You know, from what it sounds like, it sounds like you're definitely being hard on yourself for no reason. Every version of you is within you right now. Every right. version. Right. So it's and that's like my favorite and least favorite to. truth. It's like, <laughs> it's like, so you're telling me that like the bitch who gets up at 4 a.m. already is here somewhere? Cause that doesn't feel true. But then it's like, why doesn't it feel true? Like, what is it like, what about my lifestyle versus what about my mentality? Like which one is actually in my way? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 You definitely sound, I, I, I sound, it sounds to me like you're definitely being hard on yourself because like, I think we just, who is that person? That is a made up person. And exactly. It's good to, it's good to have dreams of yourself. But not to the point where you're so hard on that, like not feeling that you're not deserving right now. Because if you weren't, nobody would be hitting you up, bitch. Like, right. <laughs> exactly. Like nobody would be like, uh-uh. That's how I felt too. It's like, I'm getting comma clients. That's what I like to call them because the invoice got a comma in it. Period. And it's like, I just started getting that this year. Last year, like the amount of money I made last year as a photographer and even years prior trumped within... By the middle, I would say by, what is this? The ninth month or the 10th month of the year, like trumped four times over, so many times over, a million times over in what I've learned and who I am today. But it's like, I know that I'm valuable. I'm I'm worth it. It's like, if I wasn't, it wouldn't happen. And even if it wasn't happening, like I'm still worth it. It's just has the opportunity presented itself. Is the timing, like the timing beyond what's in my head, the timing that's and what's actually laid out for my life and what I'm curating and creating for my creating for my life, the time is right. It's now. I'm yeah. I'm perfect as I am. Right. If not now, then when? And if not me, then who? Like <laughs> like trying to like feel, I don't know. Like I've had so much in my life change in the last like year that has been, I'm just like, it's just completely different. Like six months ago, I wasn't doing any of the stuff I'm doing right now. And then six months before that, even, you know what I'm saying? Like my life has changed so rapidly in such a short amount of time in a way where it kind of, I still, I think I'm still in shock. Like, and there are things that I've been doing for months that I'm still just like, oh shit. Like <laughs> when um people ask me like, oh, what do you do? And I'm like, oh, and they're like, wait, for real? And I'm like, 
Yes. Like I literally mean, one of the coolest people I know. I sent you that tweet I, earlier this week. I was I like, I don't this feel that way. Made bro. Me think of you. <laughs> I literally don't feel that way. Like, I think also I spend so much time with me. So like I don't feel like because you're not the first person to say that. Like one of my friends the other day was like, I can't remember what we were doing. And they were like, I didn't know that you that you were like wavy like that. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? And like realizing how like, you know, it's like when you when you room with somebody like you have a roommate and like you spend a lot of time together and there are two things that can happen. Either you're like, I love you so much and I will never love anybody as much as you or you can start getting frustrated. And sometimes like those things like flip and flop, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like sometimes it's like that with myself where I'm like, I don't feel like the coolest person. I think I've had so many people tell me they're like, they literally will use the word cool to describe me. And I'm like, bro, I'm really just a normal. Like, you know, (laughs) I put my bra on one titty at a time. Like, like, I don't know how else to like say it or like explain it, but it doesn't, I think that's also the thing about perfectionism is because I look at earlier this year, um, somebody hit me up asking me to read Tara at their birthday party. And I ended up not reading Tara at their birthday party because they were like, actually, the plan for my party has gotten a little out of hand and I think it'll be too rowdy, but I still want you to come. And I was like, okay. And I've admired this person for a while. Um, I found them on Instagram and we happened to live like nearby. I didn't realize, it took me a while to realize that like we are like not down the street from each other, but essentially like a stone's throw away. And um, I look at her life and I'm just like, I like that bitch is living you know what I'm saying but also like I understand that she's curating to show us what she wants to show us and I get that I really do but also she has some really cool opportunities that I'm just like what what I would give to like have somebody consider me in something similar and be like oh what you doing you want to help you know what I'm saying so like I'm at her birthday party and I'm having a great time. I don't feel out of my element. The only reason why I felt a little out of my element because it was the only time I've ever gone to a birthday party by myself. And that mm. was like, it was just a first. I normally show up with at least one other person to all my parties. So I was there by myself and I was like, well, ain't nothing to do but to make friends. So, yep. um, you know, I'm making friends, exchanging phone numbers, whatnot. And we're about to cut the cake. And they're like, how old are you? And she was like, oh, I'm 36. And I was like, wait, I was like, what? And then it it like dawned on me that like part of, because I thought that she was like a year or two older than me. Like I thought that she was like 30, 31. So when she said 36, I was like, it made me feel so much better. Because it's not like, I don't describe how I was like looking at her as like jealousy, but more so I was just like, damn, like I'm behind she's eight years older than me and that gave me like so much like peace because I was like okay like honestly yeah that that not only means I can do it that means that I'm probably on my way to like having my life feel like I would like to imagine her life feels for her and that gave me so much like joy and also just like made me feel so much less like uncool because I'm like oh okay I'm 28 like I'm it's good I'm 28 you know what I mean that's the best part is you are who you are where you are as well yeah 
So, yeah. But yeah, I've been thinking about stuff like that and just like, like you're talking about, like thinking about the future, like how far in the future. My partner, he's, he's like, I've never seen anybody change their life as much as I've seen you change yours. And I feel like I've, I just feel like I'm sitting in the same spot I was six years ago. And I know that's not true, but that's how it feels. And I'm just like, he's like, you're always like, all right, what's next? What's next? What's next? And I didn't realize how abnormal that was until like, I started to like lose some friends who never ask what's next do you know what I mean yeah can you like touch on that a little more like what about them not asking what's next made you like not really fuck with them anymore um I am very how do I say this um I love my life I love my apartment. I love the way things look for me, but I'm not going to be here for the rest of my life. Right. And I think that I have, um, these church bells are going off. Um, I think that I have, I have like a very clear vision of like what's possible. And I think that some people have a tendency to either think small, which like it is what it is. And, or, they like I started this this group chat with a bunch of my like Instagram followers and like a bunch of people I know in real life um for us to share home decor stuff so I'm not just blowing up my story and there was a person in there I don't know if they're still in there who would just say stuff like I'll never own a house it's like we're literally here we're all manifesting together like that was like the point of this is like yeah you show me what excites you and it expands my brain and vice versa and like this person was always like basically like I'll never afford I'll never 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 and it just got to the point where all of us were like bitch don't say that to and they just like I think that it was more so not them changing their mind about what they had access to but it was more so them tired of hearing us tell them like we're only here to speak highly and to speak positively. You know what I mean? Exactly, yeah. And, like, I think that some people are just, like, I understand that, like, the housing market is the housing market and that we live in a capitalist society and that things are fucking scary. But at the same time, like, if you don't want it, you ain't gonna go get it. And I, like, can't be around people who don't want to go get it. And it doesn't have to be, like, I don't aspire to, like, be a billionaire because I think that that's fucked. But I aspire to feel good and I aspire to have freedom. And I think that some people are just okay with not feeling good and not having freedom. Some people love to suffer more than they love anything else. And oh those gosh, are the kind of yes. people that like were really hard to be around the more that I started to enjoy my fucking life. Oh my gosh. Yes. Okay. I definitely get it. I definitely, I definitely get that. I was also going to touch on like something you said earlier too. Like you were saying like the word people describe you as is cool and all that, like, I definitely describe you as cool as well. Like that's one of my favorite words for you. And like, it's just your essence. It's your aura. It's who you are. It's just you. Um, It's just you. It, I don't know. That's just how I see it. I'm like, I'm just me. I'm me. That's really cool. That's the coolest part about everything is like, I'm me. I get to be me. I get to do what I want. We get to manifest houses and stuff. Like we get to think about these things. Like if we didn't, I feel like we would be vegetables. We're like just negative ass people. Yeah. God put us here. We're here for a reason. We're here to want more and aspire to more as we progress. Like it's natural. I used to feel bad because I'm like, oh, I got this new camera in 2016. 
And then it's like, okay, it's 2022 and this camera fucking sucks. And I need a <laughs> yeah. new one. Yeah. And it's like, I know that's part of capitalism and stuff like that. But damn it, I'm going to enjoy the game. I'm going to live my life. I'm going to live life. No, right, right. And so like, you know, I think it's just a natural part of like life and progressing and wanting more and more. And it's like, I didn't think like last year I met someone um, like through Instagram and all, or through the internet basically. And we connected and he's a successful photographer. And like, he was talking about like, he's working for like this company, this company, companies that I aspire to like partner with. And of course um, he's told me how much he's made on invoices and things like that. And me, I'm over here still charging a hundred dollars an hour. I'm like, Ugh, I didn't even know this was like possible. Like I didn't know how lucrative things were, but speaking to him, um all last year we had like long ass conversations where he was basically coaching me and now that I think about it like it was just conversations to me but I'm like I was asking him questions I'm trying to get I was pulling his knowledge out of him so like at the beginning of this year when I finally got my chance to have a comma client I didn't know what I didn't know I had that like I wanted those things that he was talking about but I didn't know how soon it would happen I was like that's in like three years for me four years or like you know he's been doing this for 15 or 20 years so it's like it can't happen that quick for me but it's like no it literally showed up at my front doorstep and I wasn't ready I, I didn't know what to do so guess who I consulted my friend who even put it in my head that this could happen and it's just like and, you know, he always said to me, he's like, I know you're going to go far. You're going to make it because you ask questions and you listen and you do it. You act. I see you. I hear you. You ask more detailed questions each time we talk and we'd be talking for four hours sometimes. So it's like, you know, like if it wasn't I got my or excuse me, if I when I got my first comma client, the comma got a I didn't even know that was a thing. Like, I just like, and I made up that word and I was like, or that little phrase, I'm like, I want comma clients this year and I've gotten them. And it's like, wow, I'm so like proud and blessed. And it's just like, wow, I'm still grappling with this success. Like, this is a version of the success for me. That's what I yes, see. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm starting to understand and like know that about myself. I'm like, okay, I still want to do big things. Of course, I want to do commercial, commercials, yeah. <laughs> and editorial and things like that. But like right now with where I am, this is so perfect. Things I was doing when I first started my taking my photography seriously, seriously in 2017. Like each level is a graduation to be where I am now. And because I still have, have that fire, fire, I was going to say that fart. I have that fire. <laughs> I have that fire in me. I I got it. Like I just I just have to do it. Like it's in me. It won't go away. Like I put down photography. I would be serious here and be serious there. Like it was a hobby. Like it's my passion. But it's like I never thought about it being a business. But right. but yeah. with me like combining like my previous brand, which was David Dallas, and which I focused on like cool things happening in the city with the people, places, and topics. It's like, I'm kind of merging all my interests and it's like photography was still involved in that project, but now to just shut that down and just have this and be focused on it. I see the power in focusing on one thing at a time. Yes. And then I also see the power in like, you know, using your gifts. Like these are gifts, like what yes. you have, what people are asking you to do. It's because it's a gift. You're not Walmart. You're not Sam Walton. He just wanted to make some money. 
or and I think that's the founder of Walmart's name. Like, like we get to do these from a space of pure passion versus like it not being necessarily about money, but we know it's going to make us money because like, we ain't going to do this shit for free all the time. Mm-hmm. Like I've done mm-hmm. stuff for free. Mm-hmm. I ain't even gonna cap. And I mm-hmm. believe in it doing it still. Like I feel like all I used to, I ain't doing shit for free this year. That was my thing. But mm-hmm. it's like, no, doing some stuff for free will get you to the bigger doors. Mm-hmm. And it's like you have it's to be strategic to about what you do for free. Like exactly. You can't just do everything for free. Like literally that the, we, we talked about this last year, the art gallery. And I was so messed up because like I was like, I'll do it for free. And then I was like, wait, I know what money. And I, you know, that whole thing. Mm-hmm. But I swear to God, like. Everything I thought was going to happen from doing that has happened. I've seen so much success. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I've been paid. I've made so much more money than I could have made from that little amount I was asking. Mm -hmm. And they don't even, that coffee shop ain't even open no more. Them people don't work there. Right. Like Like your spirit team put in work, you know? (laughs) Like, I feel like, well, I think about that a lot because I feel like sometimes we get so caught up in who didn't pay us that we don't think about like how that has prepared us to get paid like in the future. You know what I mean? Like I very recently have like started to book more tarot things and it's weird because like most of the way that I learned how to read and the way I learned how to do all this stuff was just like asking my friends if I can practice with them, with their dreams, with all these things. And then like, having these moments where like people are calling me asking me can you read tarot at this event for me yeah I can like how much do you charge per person like can we raffle this off like all of these like little things and I um the last event that I did I don't think I undercharged but I'm like I had so much fun doing that but at the same time I think that I would charge more like period like I just feel like I think for that that's the last like time that it costs that much to access me not that I didn't charge enough but like that was that was a bookmark that was a checkpoint and now we're moving like my price is going up um and like the worst thing about the price going up is being afraid of like well now some people aren't going to be able to afford but then it's like the people who can't afford me right now don't need my message right now and I used to feel so weird about like people having like inaccessible prices for mystic things but I'm like mm-hmm. if you can't afford it, you can't afford it you know what I mean like it's not for you right now and like trying to figure out at what point like like is it okay to just move forward and move past my free stage or do I need to be prepared mentally and like financially to dabble in my free stage so that I can make more connections and then I can build these relationships with people so just like oh you know what I don't have shit to do that day let me come through let me do it you know what I mean and like will that like not like will I regret it but like I'm in I'm very very blessed right now to feel like I don't have to like be knocking down people's doors being like remember that one time you asked me if I could do this thing for you for money um are you ready now because I need money like it's not like that it's literally just like hit me up when you're ready and I'll let you know if I'm free and that feels it took a really long time to be able to get here and it feels really fucking good that's a good space to be like that is a beautiful space to be and I think like you know when you were saying like the price like the price being that last price for for you that's your last that's the last one I've had moments even like that this year 
where it's like, I did raise my price, but it's like, I still provide, like, I know, like I'm worth more. I can do more. I know what I'm capable mm -hmm. of and the, the service and everything. So it's like, I feel like we graduate, we graduate. Mm -hmm. That's just what it is. <laughs> and we graduate throughout the year and throughout the day sometimes, you know? Mm -hmm. And also, um, when you said, you said that, uh, like your last time doing something for free or knocking on doors and things like that. I totally feel like if it is not a hindrance to you, it is okay to do some stuff for free. Mm -hmm. Like, and it's about your perspective. Um, for sure. It's each person has their own perspective. Like if you would have told me last year, do something for free. I said, I would say no. Cause I was I'd so be like, burned. Fuck you. Yeah, I was burned. And mm -hmm. so like, but D, but me do me say no to those things. I'm sure they were bullshit anyways. I'm 100% mm -hmm. sure it was bullshit. Mm -hmm. So like to now be in a space where it's like, I don't feel so like, nobody asked me to do stuff for free. Now I, I offer for free sometimes. Like mm -hmm. I, I wanted to do some photography for this lady. I did it for free because like, I don't know. It's just like the connection. It was mm -hmm. worth it to me. Now I'm working on this project with her. That's going to be bigger next year. Like, you know, you got to give sometimes to get. And it's like, when, mm -hmm. when it's not about money so much. Like it is about money and respect and boundaries, of course. But it's like, when it's not all of that at once and it doesn't feel like it hurts you as a creative, as a talented person who's who's offering their skill. Right. And I don't see the problem with doing something so you can gain a lot. Like, right. Do what you got to do. Like my first photo shoot was $30, $30. And that girl had me out there for three hours. So I got paid $10, $10 an, hour. an hour just for that though. Not even for the labor afterwards of like, not the gas either. Cause I lived in Dallas. Yeah, bro. Oh God. When I think back to, shoot. when I think back, I'm like, why you do that? Why? <laughs> like, okay. You know, like, you know, but, as we grow, like, it's so funny to even say that now, because now I charge, I don't even know the math, but I charge way more now. <laughs> I get comma right. clients now too. So it's right. like, did I, did I, I didn't sacrifice or lose anything from that experience. So right. it, even though it, it don't sound right, like you got $30 for a photo shoot when it should have been $30 an hour, at least, mm -hmm. you know, that don't hurt me. It just helps. It helps. I feel that literally I was talking to my partner's aunt um, last weekend because she she's an executive director of um, a foundation and she was asking like some general questions about this thing that she wants to create for the organization. And I was like, oh, you know, I used to do this like when um, I was director of programs like this was my shit. So like, we could talk about this for real if you wanted to. I was like, this is, these are my suggestions off rip. But like, if you want to talk some more, you know, invoice. Um, And she was like, how much do you charge? And I was like, uh, for consulting, I normally charge 75 an hour. And she was like, that's it. And I was like, not if you want to pay me more. And she was like, girl, I charge 150 an hour. And I, um, she said that there's a minimum that she does. So like she doesn't get paid any less than like, I think she said like five hundred dollars something like that Period, for every yeah. everything that she does, and she was like, "It's okay, girl, we'll get you there." And I was like, "Yes, ma'am." And I was just like thinking <laughs> about how um because when she was like, "I charge one fifty an hour," I was like, "Okay, 
um tt but you got more paper than i do like you have more degrees she has a doctorate um and i was like you know one day but that's not me today so i feel like it's weird for me to charge the same but then at the same time i'm like why do i feel that way like just because like education i do very much like enjoy my position in academia but also like i was doing some of the stuff that like gets presented to me through academic spaces outside of those spaces because that was the path that I'm I'm on you know what I mean so I'm just like at what point is it like experience experiential knowledge when am I going to start counting that when I start putting together these invoices if that makes sense no that makes sense I think it just matters like when you decide like it's when you decide you can charge 150 today for your consultation and say, I need a two hour minimum, babe. Girl, um, I'm, I'll tell you off air um, <laughs> because I think when, when it's time to announce this thing, I want it to not just be like in passing. Like I want to be like, I ran every money, you know, so we'll talk about that later. <laughs> but um, let me just say, I calculated my worth and it's a, uh, um, there's a couple commas in it <laughs> and I I cannot wait to tell you more about it um yes. but yeah when you feel like when you were talking about your future um specifically you were talking about like your health but do you ever think about other things like future wise like I think about like my house or like what country or what city and I think about like dogs and I think about like if technology does not innovate past today like (laughs) what would I have like a projector in this room or but I have a tv out by a pool you know what I mean like I think about stuff like that all the time and like how much time would I spend I don't whenever I think about my future I don't think honestly about like the community around me which I've been trying to figure out if I feel a way about the fact that my brain doesn't immediately go there. But I think also I have definitely been and felt isolated from my community like a lot in the last few years. Right. Because of the pandemic. COVID, yeah. Yeah. So it's like kind of hard to imagine what it would be like to integrate myself into a community, especially like at a different age. But I always think about like my house and like like my like studio. Do you ever think about stuff like that? Uh, yeah, I do. I do want to say, like, just first and foremost, just because, like, I think about health first because it's like you need or that vitality. For it's like yeah. I, if I ain't gonna be here, or if I'm feeling terrible while I'm here, like that really affects everything. Mm-hmm. So, like me, I'm over here sick right now. I'm like, fuck, I hate this. It's affecting this interview. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, when I think about the future, I think about my career. I think about like my future family. I know I want a family. I see myself being so patient with my family. Like, that's really what I'm like. That's just why I'm thinking about today. But it's like, I see myself having the ability, the ability to be so patient with my family. I'm not stressing about money. I'm not stressing about my health. I'm not stressing about like day-to-day things that I feel like I stress about right now on my own as a single young lady. And it's just like, I see myself just having the patience and the freedom. I think freedom is the word. And that Mm -hmm. ties into that, the freedom. Like when I think about my life and what I see for myself, it's about freedom. I want to have the freedom to just start a garden with my, my daughter or my son and like 
go on a trip as a family on a boat just randomly or like not randomly, but like plan it out and go and actually like execute the things that we talk about instead Mm -hmm. of like stressing about money or like Mm -hmm. different things. But I think, yeah, I see family and I see like freedom, like just having that, I guess freedom is just, it's more of the key words I think I see or that I think about first is like freedom being independent, being in love, feeling loved, Mm -hmm. loving someone else, loving the people around me, not just my family, but also my community. Mm -hmm. Like I want to be somewhere where I'm happy. My husband's happy. My, my children are going to be able to be in a good space. And, you know, when I think about how can I do that, it's the things I'm doing today, taking Mm -hmm. care of myself, making good choices, the stuff I can focus on right now that Mm -hmm. will be able to uh, have that vision I see for myself because I mean, I do want to, I, I, of course I, I've clearly said I want a family, but it's like, I want like the career too, but I want mm-hmm. the career to like, not be so like, so, so much so where I can't give that love and community, mm-hmm. in my community, my people around me every day. Mm-hmm. So that's a lot of what I think about for sure. Did you watch Rugrats growing up? I did. Do you remember Charlotte Pickles? How like she was always on that phone. Yes, Jonathan. Like that is like. At one point, I think that was aspirational for a lot of different kinds of people. Like her being like semi present, but also her being like about her shit. You know what I mean? But I feel like what you're describing is like the opposite. It's like, why are you calling me at my house when you know me and my kids are playing in the dirt? You know yeah, what I mean? why are you <laughs> like, calling me when you know I'm painting this week? I told you I'm painting this week. I'm going to get this painting out or I'm going to do this photography book. I got it. Right, you know, it's like I right. want those big things just already kind of in motion and I'm able to chill. It's like it's still big. Yeah. yeah but I don't that, have to be so like. Yeah. Like I am right now. Yeah. <laughs> I think um, when I think about like my career and like what I want to do, I don't see myself like going to work. Like I know that that sounds like the fuck but like wait you said you do I don't see myself going to work like oh, and also okay. no, that's the worst thing is like me like the vision that I have this is like in like five or ten years <laughs> like this is not me like 70 you know what I mean this is like me right. 35 like I don't want to clock in nowhere and no, I period. feel like um on one hand it's like well what are you doing today to make it so you don't have to clock in tomorrow and I'm like sometimes I don't feel sure that I'm doing enough to make sure I don't have to clock in tomorrow do you know what I mean and then yes. on the other hand, I'm like, I'm not trying to exhaust myself now, period. Like, I'm trying to figure out how to have a balance. And I like, I hate when people are like, what's your dream job? I mean, I'm like, oh, I don't have a dream job. And like, the worst part is the way they live, like, bitch. Like, because I always look at you like, you don't want to contribute to society. And it's like, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is like, I don't want one thing to be my sole livelihood. I just got finished experiencing that with, yes, like, within the last few years of these organizations that I was working for. And like when I, I I mean, I set myself up so that I was able to resign and like take that break and be, fun. first of all, I love being fun employed to an extent, but after <laughs> a certain point, I'm like, it's so boring. It's so boring. Yeah. Like after like week four and a half, I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, it just feels so gross to me. Um, So like, I don't want to do nothing. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't want to have my salary come from this thing that like, if I don't give it all of my attention, that means that my entire life could crumble in front of me. 
And like, yes, I don't think that people examine that. Or I think that the beginning of people examining that more is like happening. But like the way that we were like pushed into like careerism is not the yeah. kind of career careerism that I like aspire to. Like, I don't feel like I need to like go from being the janitor to the CEO. Like I no. don't think that that's necessary in order for me to be happy. I don't think that's necessary in order for me to make a difference. And I don't think that's necessary in order for me to be creative. Yeah. See, I feel the same. Like in the next couple of years, like I'm not going to be working for someone. Honestly, I have a kind of inkling. I'm not, I'm going to just go ahead and claim it. I feel like next year, if I don't move, I'm still up in the air about moving, but like, if I don't move, or maybe even if I do, like, I feel like I could be in, not employed. What is it? Self-employed by next year. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of a scary, but also a very real thought because it's like, I want my freedom. I want to be an artist. And that's my dream job. Like me, Mm -hmm. I'm art. I'm the artist. I'm doing what I want. And I don't want to think about it all the time from such a monetary perspective. Like, I just want to do some free stuff here and there, you know, but it's like, I want to be an artist. Like, that's why I'm like, I want to paint and mm-hmm. if I sell it or I do a show or I have my own gallery with my husband, like, you know, like mm-hmm. I want to just be an artist and be creative, but not have it be in such the the lucrative, like snobby aspects of it. It's just like, it's just who I am. I'm a creative, whatever I do next, like, I'm just going to want to create all my life, honestly. Like, mm-hmm. that's how I feel. Yeah, ex- that's exactly, I really <laughs> feel that so much. I literally, um, I took a really long break from making art because I lost so much of it. Yeah. And I'm, like, getting okay. back into it and trying to figure out, like, is is this what I want? Like, is yeah. this, am I making things that I'm proud of? Am I making things that I feel like, like, sometimes I make things, and I'm like, ooh, like that came straight from my mind's eye. And other times I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like <laughs> so confused at the thing that's in front of me. And I feel like part of like wanting to do art. There's this um home tour. I can put it in the description box and I can also send it to you. Where it's like this woman who has like rented her house for like 48 years. And she's like she's got a studio in there and the way she talks about her practice that's how I want to be like I want to be like yeah I do it yeah and then that's like it like she's like not like super like "Uh, and here you'll find like she has like a few things where like the backstory is like really beautiful and she shares it but most of her things she's not pretentious about she's just like I like to do it so I do and I wanted to work bigger so I created this thing so that I could work bigger she's a printmaker and like the way that she talks about it is just like I wanted it so I gave it to myself and that's how I think that it should be like I wanted it so I gave it to my fucking self and I'm like am I giving it to myself right now you know what I mean and sometimes I don't know if the answer is yes does it always have to be yes I think you give it to yourself in other ways each day still that's very fair I think that this is one of the ways that I give it to myself it doesn't like I think because it's not like a physical thing that I can hold and pin on a wall it doesn't always feel like that and also because of the nature of this which is the goal is to just do it it doesn't matter how it gets done it just has to get done and And i love that it's it'd be sometimes i listen back to episodes and i'm like delete it and i'm like Ah! delete it like the point is not to delete it like yeah the point is just to do it like there are definitely episodes that um i've had to re-record because i'm like this is supposed to be public i can't 
like sometimes I do treat it like a, a diary and I'm like, oops, like that little, little too, too much and not as mysterious as I need it to be. Yeah. Um, but this thing existing and like keeping up with this thing has, it's been an interesting like practice and I'm trying to figure out like how many things am I going to allow to live in the state of just like practice, like with no need for expansion? Like I just get to do it every day. It's like, you know, how some people they're okay with Folgers coffee and an old coffee pot. And then some people need an espresso machine. I'm trying to figure out like what parts of my creative aspect do I want to upgrade from my coffee pot to my espresso machine? Wow. Do you think that like, it's something you have to decide right now oh you fuck know? no i think that it's going to take me so long also because i think that it'll get decided in stages like oh, yeah i think that one day like you know i used to be a photographer when's the last time i picked up a camera i couldn't fucking tell you you know what i mean <laughs> so like if i pick that back up how long am i like will i stay at the coffee pot stage forever just because or will i be like you know what i'm tired of this point and shoot i want to do something more intense and like figuring out which parts of my life like I feel like that way about interior design I feel like I had the coffee pot aspect or approach rather for a long time until like earlier this year and people started approaching me and I was like oh it's espresso time like it's time <laughs> to look yes. at this differently <laughs> you know I think like, it's about your passions too like I'm passionate about you know, photography, like in the way that you're passionate about interior designs, like different things. There's different periods where we're passionate about things too. Like I'm starting to understand that. Like I've been, sorry, I just, did you hear that teens? No, chirped? no, you look wrong. It ruined my mood. <laughs> oh my God, it ruined my mood. Let me just look uh, real quick. Uh. <laughs> it's okay. We're about wrapping up anyway. So I figured whatever profound thing you're about to say, probably one of the last things that gets said today. Okay. <laughs> um, I lost my thought. Sorry. <sighs> okay. The moral of the story is work sucks. <laughs> the moral of the story is work be doing stuff to you. Um, I really, I really feel that though. I think you were talking about um, how photography is your passion and I had just said the thing about like upgrading like my approach to a hobby as something yes. that like might be more sustainable for me yeah that's really literally that explains like how I have to approach photography I've been in love with photography since I was a kid but 2016 I was like these motherfuckers I'm doing photo shoots and stuff for free and people mm -hmm. charge it I'm paying motherfuckers to take photos of me and mm -hmm. it's like I'm better at this. I mean, I, I'm better. I'm passionate about it. I love it. I, I'm. These are things that I see in my future for myself. So why am I mm -hmm. not acting on it in a more serious manner? So I started mm -hmm. taking it seriously. Seriously, I started learning about Adobe Lightroom, um, Photoshop, taking this stuff more seriously. And I think it's just a gradual thing. It was a gradual thing for me because it was like, it was a hobby and I would get paid photo shoots here and there from like, forever since like 20 since 2018 2018 was my first paid photo shoot mm -hmm. and it's like I would get it was a hobby though but it's like I love it and just like in 2020 really I would say about the end of last year though when I got my new camera is when I really started taking things like from it graduated from a hobby to mm -hmm. something I could see something sustaining myself like mm -hmm. we're 
I just told you I think I could be freelance or not freelance. Um, self-employed. Self-employed next year. That's huge. I see myself making six figures from my business as a photographer and being myself. Like I see mm -hmm. those things in my future. My homeboy who I had those long conversations with, he don't work. He or mm -hmm. he works as a photographer and content creator. Mm -hmm. So it's like I see this. So it's like invisible to me. So mm -hmm. it's like it can happen for me too. Like I it's it's levels and it's graduations, you know? Mm -hmm. We graduate when our we level up our minds, when we level up what we feel is possible for ourselves. So it's like, yeah, your interior design business, who knows next year, like that could, even this month. I don't even know. I'm just saying, like anything is possible. Like mm -hmm. that's anything what I feel. And it's like, I'm gonna think about what's possible in the best way. Like what I want is the best way that's possible. And just mm -hmm. do it. Like, I did not know I would be making comma clients. Like, I didn't know I would mm -hmm. be having comma clients this year. I thought it was like two years from now. Mm -hmm. And it just, it happened this year. And I had to buckle the fuck up and, mm -hmm. <laughs> and just keep going and get returning client. You know, I think it's, it's about, it's about so much. And I get, we get to choose is the perfect part about all of this. Yeah. Like, that's, that's the exciting part about it for me today. You know, I will say I have like periods where I'm not so upbeat and things like that. But, you know, I've been sick this week. I went through a breakup recently. Like, I'm just like, I feel like a lot of things are like happening. And it's like, mm -hmm. it's coming, it's warping my mind back to like thinking about the things that actually really matter and are super important to me right mm -hmm. now. Because like, just life is so beautiful. Like, why am I stressing about something? You know, like, why mm -hmm. am I stressing? And then, like, there's this girl. Her name is Cleo Soul. Mm -hmm. I listened to one of her songs recently. It's from her her album, Cleo Soul. I think is the name of it. Self title album. Um, she would say, if I had just a gist of what she said with her beautiful <laughs> voice, she said, if I could give myself some advice, it would be to just stop stressing and don't be so hard on yourself. Because mm -hmm. I've it's so crazy. You feel this way. We make ourselves feel this way. Mm -hmm. and it's like it only hurts us no one else it I mean it only hurts us but then it hurts other people eventually because it kind of festers out because we feel a certain type of way like I told you I was feeling angsty and then mm -hmm. I you know mm -hmm. but it's like it's about us like I would not be so hard on myself like mm -hmm. I just won't I refuse like I'm working on it now to be that way don't be so hard on yourself it don't matter in the end as long as like you're gonna do it when it's right Mm hmm. Yeah, I literally um, I've been telling some of my friends like. I one of the things that I'm working on right now, um, something that I've wanted. Since the dawn of time and um, it's coming really easy to me in a way that makes me feel like I'm doing it wrong. Oh, and oh, I know man, I I'm like, to not think I'm like, I mean, I'm doing well and like receiving a lot of praise and making a lot of connections, but I'm like. I'm like, there's no way I'm doing this good. <laughs> like, like, how the fuck is it? Like, it's it feels too easy to the point where I'm like, I think that I'm missing the fine print. Like, I think that there's something that I'm not fucking paying attention to that is going to bite me in the ass in the worst way and ruin my life. So it's making me sabotage myself. And there's this phrase that um apparently nobody fucking knows. Every time I tell somebody this, I'm like, they're like, oh, how's it going? I'm like, girl, I got the yips. They're like, the fuck are the yips the yips are um it's like elaborate when you're playing baseball and you 
previously have had like really great games, like home run after home run, batting average, just like through the roof. And you are either about to break a record or you're playing against a team that you lost to like in the past. When you go up to bat, pitches that normally you would just eat, you're fucking up, you're striking out. Like you got the yips, like you're in your own head, you got the yips. And um, yeah, I got the yips. So like some of the stuff that I've been doing, I've been like, (laughs) I can't do it. Or just like, like just feeling so disconnected from the ability to do it, even though like I've done it before, I've done it twice, I've done it thrice. But now I got the yips. And um, yeah, I've just been like dealing with the yips lately because I'm like, I'm like, okay, you have nobody to answer to but yourself. You need to stop stressing. And the amount of time that you think this is going to take is the amount of time you will take. So if you tell yourself it'll take an hour, you'll get it done in an hour. If you tell yourself it'll take you all day, you're going to take all day. And trying to like deal with what that means because it's like, it's not my fault, but it is my responsibility. Do you know what I mean? Yes, yes. That's the power of being who we are and you being so cool and who you are. Like <laughs> we have the power to choose. And what is it? Free will. We have free will. Yeah. And you know, it's so funny. I <laughs> I understand what you just said. It's so funny though. I would say, like, well, my rate, my rate is what it is. Um, I just increased it recently because I'm just like, uh-uh, I need more <laughs> and I do more. And like, I, mm-hmm. I I added more value. So that's part of it too. Mm-hmm. But like my thing was like, I was like, okay, my standard is two weeks for my photography. After the photo shoot, you'll get your photos in two weeks. That was it. It was no like nothing else. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I studied what's happening. You know, clients want stuff like quickly. Like if it's an event, why are you waiting two weeks to deliver photos? That's stupid. That's mm-hmm. not good to me. And I had to learn that literally this year, these are mistakes or like learning lessons rather. Why am I taking two weeks to give somebody pictures for an event? Like mm-hmm. I get it does take time, but like two weeks mm-hmm. because the two week part is what kills me is I always wait until the day before to do it anyways. And I knock mm-hmm. that shit out like it's nothing mm-hmm. and it's perfect and it's beautiful and I'm good mm-hmm. at it. And everybody's happy. It. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, that's why my rate went up. I'm like, okay, I'm going to increase my rate and I'm just going to get it back to you in five days or like for events. I do it now where it's like you get 10 photos within 24 hours and then mm-hmm. you get the rest of the photos within like 72 hours or something mm-hmm. like that. Cause I'm like, I'm quick about it. Like, and I just want to get it out the way anyways. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, what's the point of me having a two week for like certain types of things, um, certain photos, photo types or photo, se- photo session types when it's like, no, I wait till the day before anyways, or two days before. So it's like, right. why not just already pay account for that and just do right. it? Why not do it the way that my brain wants to do it anyway? Like, why am yeah. I trying to like fit into this like weird structure? I don't even know where this came from. Like where this like yeah. notion that it has to be this way. I couldn't tell you where that was rooted in, but for me, yeah, it doesn't have to be that way at all. Yeah. It does not have to be that way at all. Yeah. It's just for me seeing like other photographers say, and like me doing photo shoots before, like, I don't expect it immediately because I'm like, it just takes time, you know, is what I have expected as like, you know, someone who's modeled before and I've paid for photo shoots and it's like, it's two weeks normally, but mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm quick about it and I don't like waiting. <laughs> so it's just like, mm-hmm. no, increase your rate, get paid for that, mm-hmm. account for it already because 
Period. You're gonna do it quick regardless. Right. Now, if I got a cue, I'll like adjust it. But right now I haven't had that issue yet where it's like I have a cue of like multiple photo shoots that I need to edit and stuff like that. But like I just I'm quick about it. I love this. I, why why not put that passion and just let it shine? So I have like happy clients who are gonna end up being returning clients. Right. And I get to keep doing what I love and like keep like keep building, keep growing. Right. That was beautiful. Do you have um anything you want to promote? <laughs> Iman is coughing. <laughs> uh, Imani wants to promote it. um heart health <laughs> and lung yes. health. <laughs> yes, heart health, lung health. Oh, don't go outside in crop tops. <laughs> it's getting cold outside. Don't be mm-hmm. like, don't be like me, y'all. <laughs> But um, I would say I just want to promote, like, love. Like, <laughs> I feel like that's the root of it for me is, like, I love my life. I love who I'm becoming. I love who I am right now. And I love who I was despite my mistakes and things like that. And I want people to, like, really just start loving themselves. Mm-hmm. If we loved ourselves more, I think the world would be just a better place. But not love ourselves from such, like, a self-centered like yeah yeah from a self-centered way but love ourselves as who we are like I'm imperfect my wig mm-hmm. be lopsided my contact <laughs> fell out the other day my airpod <laughs> it's so embarrassing when your airpod falls and it shoots across the room in public and it's like damn I gotta wait till I get home to clean this motherfucker or am I really gonna wait or am I just gonna rub it off anyways and just <laughs> I don't know but you know like I'm not I'm me though like if we just accept ourselves and have that self-love in ourselves you know it, I think it would really help so many people we would be like the world would be a better place for sure but I think it definitely starts with each day and the actions that we take with ourselves and with our community people mm-hmm. who are around all the time mm-hmm. that's so so real would you say earlier perfect is not a human trait I think that some people feel like they have to be a certain person before they're even allowed to love themselves and I yeah. don't think that, that should I don't think it should be as common as it is but alas it's american society it's our society and how a lot of things have been portrayed to us as well so i understand because i've i've had to fight that too i'm still fighting it like some days i mean like i said i've been sick and i went through this and that last week and all this and that but today i feel good like i told you earlier this week i was like i'm not I don't, or yesterday i'm like i don't know how i feel <laughs> but I got mustered up a fuck and mustered up some energy <laughs> and got my ass up here. And I'm just like, oh, the sun is shining. Right. I knocked out stuff off my checklist. I recorded a YouTube video. I posted on Instagram. Like, you know, like you just have to, you have to do it for yourself because no one's, you have to muster up a fuck and all that for yourself because don't nobody care. Don't nobody you. care. <laughs> Except for, yes, you're doing, it's you that you're doing it for. And it's you that's suffering when you don't do it. I think that's perfect. I think that's perfect. Okay. Thanks for listening to the Sugar Glass Podcast. You can leave me a voicemail at my hotline, or you can talk about this episode, a past episode, or you can ask for advice. That phone number is 910-448-6899. If you're a little shy, you can always send me an email at sugarglasspodcast at gmail.com. Please rate, review, um, what else? Subscribe to support the show and we'll see you see you you'll hear from us whatever bye thank you again <laughs>